From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. In one day from right now, I hope to be in the base of Mikdash with you, bringing the Korban Pesach. I'm standing by the wall waiting for the Korban Pesach, ready for the base of Mikdash to come down. And as I said in the last podcast, the Korban Pesach is not just a commemoration for what was, but a portal to the Geula. It's a door to redemption. Pesach, it's a door opener. It's a joke. Pesach means to jump over the door. No, go through the door. Jump, jump through the door. This is an opportunity right now. We have the opportunity right now to understand well with Das the importance of offering sacrifices, korbanot. We're going to use the Korban Pesach to go deeper. In the last podcast, I explained the Korban Pesach is a user-friendly sacrifice. It's really hard for people to get past this idea that we actually have the ability to elevate things in the world. For many years, I was a vegetarian. I would not eat, not fish, not chicken, not meat. I didn't understand the concept of elevation. We are elevators. We're here to connect with physicality and bring it up to Hashem. So I want to share with you a teaching in Lukutimara, the second part of Lukutimara in Torah 63, which in it Rabbi Nachman brings a verse which is the secret of sacrifices, korbanot. In particular, we're going to talk about the Korban Pesach, but in general, this is going to be a foundation concept throughout the ideas of the podcast to come on Karbana. In this teaching, we're not, I'm not going to talk about Pesach. I'm going to add my own two cents in, hopefully make it more relevant and give us a, a really deep feeling of joy when we're at the Seder. The Rebbe says, you should know that each and every shepherd has his own special nigun, his own special song. And it's all according to the grasses, the location where he's grazing his animals. Because each and every animal has a specific grass that he needs to eat. And he has a place where he needs to be, and that shepherd needs to know this. This melody will be affected by the grasses and the place where he is. And this is the concept of Perak Shira. There's something called Perak Shira, which is a detailed list of every single part of the creation that has its own song. So Rabbi Nachman continues and says that this melody helps the shepherd because the person who's tending the animals is constantly in the company of animals. And due to this, it's very easy for him to be drawn and dragged down by being around animals. <laughs> this is the reality of our lives. We are among people who are unconscious. And it's very easy to fall into unconsciousness, being around people who are not full of das. The shepherd also is around animals. And Rav Nachman brings a verse from Bereshis, the story of Yosef and his brothers, where the verse says, the brothers went to pasture their father's flocks, and on the word S, there's two dots, and Rashi says, that these two dots are to hint to you that the brothers went to pasture themselves, meaning 
to indulge, to have a barbecue. I, if we could even say the words, I didn't make this up. This is Rashi on the verse. Now, even though Rav Nachman does not go into this, the brothers, they were in a state of anxiety over the tumult that was happening with their brother Yosef. And they kind of lost it. And when they lost it, they exhibited animalistic behavior in their eating. And then when Yosef comes on the scene, the next thing you know, they're about to kill him. And the next thing you know, they instead sell him as a slave to where? To Egypt. And what happens through this little fall, this little barbecue, the whole entire Jewish family is now in Egypt. And the whole entire Jewish nation will be born in exile. That's amazing. That's the beginning of exile. Rabbi Nachman is going to teach us how not to fall into exile because through a melody, by keeping your spirits high, by focusing on the good, you can actually save yourself from falling into animal behavior. So Rabbi Nachman says that through the melody, a person can be saved because the concept of the melody is the concept, and this is the verse that I alluded to from Kohelis, chapter 3, Pasuk 21. The verse says like this, Mi yodea ruach b'nei ha'adam ha'olahi lamala. Who knows the spirit of a man that rises up above? Kama. ruach ha'behema and the spirit of an animal ha'yoredis hi lamata. The spirit of an animal that goes down. This is brought down in the writings of the Ari. Rabbi Nachman brings it here. Rabbi Nassim brings it tens of times. This is the secret of a carbon. Rabbi Nachman's working before the transgression. Therefore, when a person sings a song, he's clarifying through his playing the instrument or singing the song the good notes from the bad notes. He's building with his music a melody that's the secret of clarification, differentiation, making a differentiation between the spirit of good and bad. This is the rectification for the transgression of Adam, which is the root of all intermingling of good and evil in the world. Let us look deeper into this verse. Rashi, on the words, mi yodea, somebody who knows the spirit of a man, Rashi says, a human being who has a holy soul, he knows that his deeds, his actions, he will have to be accountable for. Unlike the animal who pays no attention to the way he acts. Somebody who knows specifically, Yodea is Das. A human is somebody that has Das. There are plenty of people walking around who behave like animals because they don't have the wisdom of unity. But nevertheless, we know, we talked about this on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the Nun in the letter of Nisan, which is miracles, is a hint to falling. And we learn from the Morinayim that life is a big fall. We're going to fall all the time. That's the nature of life. The trick is to know how to get out of the fall. And therefore, our good God gave a rectification. That rectification is by taking an animal who has been consuming all these different grasses and bringing him up to the holy temple. In Lakuti Alachos, in the laws of Pesach number three, Reb Nassim explains remorse, which is expressed by a groan, parallels the animal's hevel. We say in the morning, 
the differentiation between a man and an animal, ayin, there is no differentiation, hakol hevel, it's all vanity. The secret of that verse is both a man and both an animal have something called hevel, the ruach, papeh, like a groan. Happy is the man that groans out of remorse for his animalistic behavior, whereas an animal just groans because he's an animal. Now, there's a higher level than that. When the person places his hands on the animal and he expresses his remorse in confession, he's now extracting his deeds from literally his body and putting words to his spirit, raising up the animal to already words. When a person sings, and this is the secret of the Levim that were at the base of Migdash, while a person was bringing his animal, they were playing their instruments, it's elevated to even a higher level. And this is what's going on the night of the Seder. We are taking this Paschal lamb and we are elevating this blood. It says, It says, you were dirty in blood. You were intertwined with the 49 levels of the ritual defilement of Egypt, and I gave you two mitzvahs. I gave you two good points. I gave you a place to start your melody. The mitzvah of circumcision, which was done with blood, and the mitzvah of taking this paschal lamb and putting the blood on the doorposts. With the blood you shall live, with the blood you shall live. These two mitzvahs are the beginning of our melody. It's the only time in the, in the whole year that we say Hallel at night in the middle of a meal. It's a very, very, very high auspicious moment. The purpose of our life is to make differentiations, clarifications and differentiations. Why do we say Chonein Hadas first in our supplications, what we were asking Hashem for in Shemon Esrei? Because there's nothing more important than das. If you don't have das, you're like an animal. And if you have das, you're a human being. Bimoti Shabbos. Why do we put Havdullah in Chonin Hadas? Because if you don't have das, how can you make differentiations? How can you understand the difference between Shabbos and the rest of the week? How can you make a differentiation between an animal and a human being? How can you make a differentiation between consciousness and unconsciousness? That's our goal in life, to be conscious human beings. And the more conscious a person is, the more his ability to express his heart's desires in words, and all the more so in song. May it be Hashem's help that we take this opportunity, go through this door, receive this night with two hands, with great joy, and to the best of our ability, say the words with a song, with a smile, with the understanding that this is the purpose of creation, to elevate the grasses, the animals, and to bring it all into the dibor, which is Pesach. Pesach is the Lushen, the mouth speaks. When we were in Mitzrayim, we didn't have the ability to articulate our words. And we certainly didn't have the ability to sing. It says they couldn't even listen to Moshe because of their kotzeruach. Their breath was short, let, let alone were they able to sing. Redemption is through song. 
Redemption is through this elevation process. This is the secret of Pesach, and this is the secret of all sacrifices. Somebody who knows the spirit of man that goes upwards and the opposite, the spirit of an animal that goes down to physicality. And that's the secret of the Pesach night. It's not night at all. It's day. We have come to such clarity and such high levels of consciousness that we're singing at night. A moon is at night. The song is during the day. Because this night is not night at all. It's clear like day. That clarity is the ability to discern between day and night. That's why Pesach is the turning point. It's the point of redemption. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align podcast.